Women Taking the Lead, bonus episode number 25. You likely have a list of products and services that you need but may not have the cash to buy them yet. Think it through and consider if there is a bartering arrangement that you can enter into with someone who needs a product or service that you can provide. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I want to thank you all for your support, your messages, and for all the love you sent as I wrote my book and prepared to launch it over the last six months. My book went live in Amazon on Wednesday, November 9th, and before the weekend was over, it hit number one in four Amazon categories, business life, business motivation and self-improvement, motivational business management, and personal transformation. That would not have been possible if it wasn't for you, and I am grateful. I've also gotten great feedback on the style and the content. I'm glad it's being so well received, but mostly I'm glad it's making a difference. Thank you to those of you who have reached out to tell me what you have committed to and what you've gotten from doing the worksheets in the free resources. Keep sending me your updates because you are fueling my fire. And if you've gotten the book and you haven't accessed the free resources yet, do so. It makes a difference. It supercharges everything you get from the book. I'm also working on putting together more information and more goodies for the membership community. Thank you for your patience with that and stay tuned. And if you haven't grabbed your copy of Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing Yet, go to Amazon and enter Jody Flynn or Accomplished in the search bar. It will come right up. I've tried it out several times and it's actually kind of exciting to see, at least for me. Today for this bonus episode, I want to talk to you about bartering. This topic is relevant if you have a business or not, so stick with me. First, let's start off by talking about selling. The idea of selling for many women is an icky thing. We are taught as young girls to be of service and to give for the sake of giving. Usually when we were transacting with money, the price was set by someone else and we were not to haggle over it. And as a coach, the idea that I was selling conversation, something I gave away for free all the time, that was even more difficult. I remember when I became a newbie coach, there was a lot of advice and opinions on what to charge for services and how to have those conversations. I remember being told not to barter my services, that my services are a valuable commodity and I needed to respect that. And I can see how this advice was well-intended, but I've evolved as a coach and as a business owner, and I want to share my new understanding with you in the hopes that it's helpful to you and gives you some freedom. Let's start with the history of bartering. Bartering has been around long before money was invented. Yes, money was invented. Bartering is the trading of goods and services without money. It dates back to 6000 BC and is still used in today's economy. Money was only invented to make it easier to trade goods and services across distances. 
Money is just a symbol. In and of itself, coin holds very little value and bills have no value. It's the goods and services that money represents that hold the true value. Is bartering a legitimate form of payment? Why, yes, it is. I was attending a networking meeting at which a lawyer described a contract he drew up recently. The contract outlined a reduced price for the rental of a property in exchange for property upkeep. Essentially, the tenant would be paying for a part of his rent by shoveling snow, mowing the lawn, cleaning the gutters, etc. I want to underscore that this was a legal binding contract. So now that we've established that bartering is legitimate, let's talk about some do's and don'ts. First off, do know how much money you'll need to have the life you want. If you have a mortgage or get your food from a grocery store, you can't offer or accept bartering 100% of the time in your business because banks don't barter and grocery stores don't barter. You have to pay for your mortgage and groceries with money. And so a percentage of your products or services will have to be paid for with money. You probably also want to have an emergency fund and some retirement savings. My point is, we do not live in a 100% bartering economy. If you have a business, you are going to have to charge money for your products and services, so you're going to want to get very clear on the value you bring, what the market will pay for it, and how much money you'll need to earn to have the lifestyle you want to live. Once that's all settled and you're hitting that magic number, the sky's the limit. I have bartered for personal training, graphic design, chiropractic care, search engine optimization, web development, massages, and house cleaning. I've learned through these written and unwritten contracts that it is vital to the bartering agreement that both sides are receiving equal value. If it's unbalanced, it will not work. The arrangement will fall apart. For instance, I bartered with a personal trainer who wanted coaching but couldn't afford to pay any money. I already had a personal trainer that I loved and had no plans of leaving, yet I was recommended to this new personal trainer by a friend and I wanted to help him. I agreed to the barter and it was a waste of time. Although he wanted his life to change, he wasn't willing to challenge the beliefs that kept him a victim. I was getting no value out of the relationship because I already had a personal trainer who I worked out with a couple of times a week and did my own workouts, and I soon realized that I was doing most of the work during our coaching sessions with this other personal trainer. I was working hard and, in my perception, getting nothing in return. Needless to say, when our arrangement was at an end, I didn't bring up the subject of continuation. I was done. Be mindful that bartering only works if you are getting as much value as you are giving. If you are, you don't even notice that money has not exchanged hands. It feels like you've paid money for it because what you're receiving is so valuable. You're so grateful for it that you're happy to give what you have to give in return. And another thing to think about, and I'm not going to dwell on this, is make sure the person you are bartering with is trustworthy. I have not had any bad experiences with bartering, but I have had clients who did not pay me what was agreed upon. And if someone will withhold cash, they are also likely to renege on an agreement of time or talent. 
And for those of you who don't have a business, chances are you have a skill that is marketable that you can use to exchange for products and services that you want and need. To wrap it all up, you likely have a list of products and services that you need but may not have the cash to buy them yet. Think it through and consider if there is a bartering arrangement that you can enter into with someone who needs a product or service that you can provide. Why wait for the money to come to have your needs met? Go do something about it, especially if that product or service will move you closer to your goals. All right, that's it. That's all I have to say about this topic for now. So I hope this was helpful to you. Again, I am so grateful to you and here's to your success. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.